hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business coach, talent manager, speaker, and mentor. Today, we are talking about a very lucrative uh, revenue stream for your studio business, which is photography. Now, I'm going to share with you in this episode three different models in which you can implement uh, selling photography packages within your studio. Here's the thing. I run an in-house talent management service in my studio and I run uh, photo shoots frequently under different models and systems. Now, I am not talking about talent agency photography or headshot photography. I am actually talking about your show photography, concert photography, recital photography, um, and how you can adapt what I know from the photography space into your business. Because I've been doing this for a really long time and I actually make quite quite a good profit from my photo shoots. And I want that for you too. I know that some people uh, don't make anything. Uh, Some people make a little bit, some people break even and others make a lot. So let's talk about the scope of that, what that actually looks like and how we can break it down into different photography revenue models um, that you can implement in your business. And you can use different types of models at different times to suit your needs. We're going to talk about that. And I want you to be able to make money from photography. I really do because photography is actually something that is a beautiful upsell and one that I believe every studio should be tapping into uh, in a big way, in a really big way. So let's let's jump in. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello and welcome to Business, Arts, and All That Jazz. Uh, I am really excited about this one because I love photography as an upsell and revenue stream in my business. Uh, It's been quite profitable, as I mentioned in the intro, but also it's such a great experience for the students and they love it too. So, you know, it's all about creating an experience with the photo shoots so that they walk away feeling really good, not just about the digital product that you deliver, but the actual process of getting the photos done too. So uh, just so you know as well, I do take this part of my business quite seriously because like I mentioned, it is a lucrative part of my business and one of my key revenue streams. So I have my photographer in a photography contract. So we have what we call our 
in-house photographers and we have signed agreements with our photographers and those agreements um, are really important because it sets the standard of, you know, how many photos we get, what's included in the packages, the pricing model that we've agreed upon, uh, that they can't, you know, poach our clients and all that jazz. So I've actually, uh, get asked a lot about photography from my coaching clients. And so I've recently just created a, like a legal photography package and photography checklist, which is now available for purchase on my shop. So I actually had my solicitor draft up a template photography contract so that, you know, my coaching clients and other studio owners, whoever wants to tap into this can actually just literally grab the template, grab the photography checklist and, you know, purchase it from my website, literally, you know, a quarter of the price of what you'd pay a solicitor to draw up a contract or not just trying to grab some freebie online and getting into a sticky mess when things don't go your way. Um, because digital products are really important and there's a lot of things that you want to make sure that you're protecting, you know, the people that are being, photog- are being photographed, the IP of the photos, the usage uh, the way it's paid, the way it's delivered, the consistency, the quality, all of this stuff is actually quite important. So if you happen to have someone that you end up recruiting in-house, I'm going to talk about that in this episode, how you can do that as well, how you can get someone on board as your in-house photographer, um, then, you know, I would really, really recommend having a contract in place if you don't have someone to do that for you and if you're looking to just have a really easy template um, scenario and a checklist as well. Um, then you can purchase that from my shop. Uh, so head to the shop on my website, josephinelancuba.com, and I'll pop a link in the show notes. Okay, let's jump in. So we've got three photography models that I want to talk about. Now, number one is when the client pays for the lot. So client pays all and you receive nothing but the photos, okay? So this is number one where studio owner receives photos only, but pays nothing. Now, I am actually not a fan of this because you receive no profit from it either. So this is, hi, I'm, you know, Mr. Photographer. I'm going to come into your studio and I'm going to do your photo shoot for free. Okay. This is what they say, these sorts of companies. I'm going to come in, I'm going to do your photo shoot for free. And all you have to do is share the link that we're going to, you know, at the end of it, we're going to give you a digital link where your parents and your students or your clients can go online. They can see the watermarked images. So watermarked meaning they've got some sort of, you know, they're low quality or they've got like their logo on top of the photo. So they can't really use the photo unless they pay for them and they remove the, the, um, what do you call it? The logo on top and then they improve the quality. So they're watermarked. Um, but yeah, so they say, Hey, I'm going to give you these photos totally free. You don't have to pay a thing. All I ask is that you share this link to your clients. They can pick and choose on our website or our portal, um, what photos they like. And then they pay a per photo price and they download their selected images off our online catalog from your event. Uh, the, the studio owner doesn't have to pay a thing. Nobody has to pay anything up front. This is totally a goodwill scenario where the photographer will come in and hope that it all works out for the best and that their clients buy stuff. 
Um, the only thing that, you know, you may negotiate in that scenario is that you get a copy of the photos yourself to use for your own promotional purposes. Now, that is option number one. I am not a huge fan of, of option number one. I understand and can see the value in not having to think or do. So I get that part. A lot of people don't want to deal with it. They're like, oh yeah, whatever. Do the job. As long as I'm not out of pocket, I don't care. I get the photos and I'm done. Right? Totally get that side of it. Totally understand it. But you are missing out on a potential revenue stream. Now, some people may argue, but I got the photos for free. Mm, Cool. So you got a couple of hundred dollars worth of photos but you missed out on a few thousand dollars in photography. So I want you to weigh that up. Okay. And that's not a bad, look, I get it. If you're time poor and you're like, oh my God, I just can't deal. I get it. I get it. I get this option. I can see how it is attractive, but really it's, it's not a good deal. Um, you could negotiate with the photographer to receive a percentage. And we're going to talk about that in a sec. So let's not talk about that just yet. So this is the Client pays all, studio owner receives images only scenario. Okay, that's number one. Not my fave. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the next two models are what I use in my studio. So let's move to option number two, which is my pricing model two. And that is my commission, photography commission model. So This is where I receive a commission on what is purchased from my in-house photographer. So my in-house photographer has signed a contract with me. Uh, We have packages in place and pricing in place that does not change from the contractual agreement unless we renegotiate the contract, okay? So let's say they say, okay, I'm going to have your students come to my photography studio, for X amount of dollars. So a hundred dollars, I'm making that up. I would never charge just a hundred dollars, but let's just imagine it's a hundred dollars. They go to my website, they purchase the photography package online. So my students, if they want their photos done, this is a, this is a commission model. Remember, not a bulk shoot. So we're going to get there. Don't worry. Commission model. Okay, great. They go to my website, they book a photo shoot, The photographer does the photos and they receive a commission and we receive a commission off the shoot. Normally I do a 20-80 deal. The photographer gets 80%, we get 20%, but we do not host the shoot in this scenario. So this photo shoot is done on their premises. Now you're going to go, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I totally get it. This works well in an agency scenario, but for a dance studio or a performing arts studio, I can see that that not being appealing because you want to have all of your students do the shoot. In that scenario, you can renegotiate with that model number one, which I mentioned, which was photographer comes in, we don't pay a thing. And then clients just download things for for a fee. You should be able to negotiate with them to get a commission off that style of shoot, okay? If you can't negotiate with them or they're not willing to budge, then I would not recommend that because you want to make money from your shoot. So what I would do is I would turn around to that company and say, look, we want to negotiate because we know that X amount of our students, 50% of our students, 75% of our students will buy. 
So we want to, we want a commission off the sales made and we want a report of those sales from our clients so that you can actually physically see it. Now, if they can't do that for you, then it's not going to work. So the best way to do a commission model, personally, in my opinion, is to host the sale. So for example, if they have a website where you, the parents can go and view or the students or clients, depending who you serve, adults, children, whatever, if they have a website that you can view, I would not get the client to directly purchase from them. I would get them to simply select their numbers off a digital form that you can create and say, write in the numbers that you would like and how many copies, right? Digital form that you can access like a Google form or a jot form or something where you can access and they actually order through you and pay you, then you go to the website and you make the purchase. Now that seems like a double handle, but it just means that you have control of the sale, right? But you want a discount code from the photographer when you go to purchase. So the clients paid you on your website full amount. Let's say the photo is $10. Okay. So the photo is $10. The client has paid you in full on your website through your system. You can do it on try booking. You can do it through whatever you want, right? There's a lot of systems. You Maybe you have a sales option on your website. They purchase through you. You then go to the photographer, order the photo numbers that they have said in the purchase order that they've done on your end, your website, your form or your, you know, whatever, your payment portal. You simply go to the photographer. They will have a discount code for you, a 20% discount code or something, whatever you negotiate. Maybe you take 50%, whatever. And you simply enter that code and you purchase the photos at a lesser fee. Now that might seem like, wow, that seems like a bit of work, but hey, it's less than, it's, it's actually not too bad because let's say, um, you may only make 10, $2 from that. Make sure you consider, by the way, all bank, Stripe fees, PayPal fees, whatever. So just think about that. So make sure that you're, you know what you're doing there and that you think about your numbers. Just going to pop that in there. Don't think, oh yeah, it's $10. We sold it for $10. We paid them $8. We made $2 minus bank fees and tax, okay? So <laughs> uh, consider that because it might be that you need to charge 30% commission, 40%, whatever. We do 20%. Our packages are typically anywhere from like 197 through to 297 whatever. But those are for one-hour packages, totally different thing. So yeah, so that's how you can kind of do it in that way. It's sort of, it's basically white labeling. It's saying we accept the booking um, and then we we go through the outsourcing company to actually make that happen. We are not the photographer, but we host the photography purchase, okay? So that's how that works. Um, now there's other ways you can do it too. They might come into your studio and do a bulk shoot and you take a commission only off what the students pay. But whenever you do a commission model, you must be the person accepting the payment. So whether or not that means that, um, 
if the photographer doesn't have a discount code, but they can actually allow you to select photos for free on their website and invoice you for the, for the amount minus the commission, that can work too, by the way. So let's say you just go in and you do a massive bulk order. Boom, 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 boom. I select all the images. Through. We've we've just done an order form with our clients. They've paid us directly. Now I go to the photographer. Yep, we'll take seven copies of, you know, number 321. We'll take one copy of number 752. Ba, 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 ba. They generate an invoice for you and they send it to you total minus your commission. That's it. Okay, so you can do it that way as well, and then you just pay the photographer that way. Um, whichever way you go, that's the commission model, all right? Now, you can still do that in studio. Um, let's say they come to you for concert or even backstage photography, whatever they do, right, on-site photography, you could potentially do it that way as well um, where you just take a commission per head. So let's say they have a per head rate. You could just take a commission from that and say, okay, that's it. That's all we're going to charge. I would only do the commission model if it's not a bulk shoot. So if the if the photography um, company is having students go to their site, I would do a commission model in that sense, like their studio, I would do a commission model. Or if they do it in a way where it's um, per image download fee, I would be negotiating for a commission model in that sense and just make sure that they set the system up so it's easy for you to pay them minus the commission. However that happens, discount code or zero out code and you just select your, your images and um, and they send you an invoice. Okay, so that's the commission model. Not the most lucrative. The commission model is not the most lucrative but it is the least amount of work because you're not hosting the shoot. You're not creating it, like you're not, you're not, you know, you're not selling individual packages, you're not worrying about any of that stuff, right? The photography company looks after it all for you. You're just a, a referral point at that, at that point, and you're just sending your customers through them. Okay. So yeah, that's the commission model. Not the most lucrative, but still great. It's not fully passive income, but it's it's semi-passive almost because all you have to do is get people to order on a form and then you just order it to them and invoice and away you go. The photographer will deliver the photos to them, not hard copies. We're talking digitally. They're going to, you know, do all of that. So it, it works well in that sense. My favorite though, my favorite, favorite, favorite uh, model is the bulk photo shoot. This is where you can really um, make the most money um, because you're not paying a commission to your photographer, you're just paying them a flat fee. So you can negotiate an hourly rate for your photographer or a per head rate. And then you just do a markup to your client. So let's say the photographer says, I will do each child for $100, right, making it up. $100 and then you charge your client $200, right? That's your business. Uh, the client doesn't need to know. You've negotiated this um, flat rate with the photographer and it's done. Likewise, if they say, I'm going to charge you $150 an hour to be on site at your show backstage or in studio for your photos, $150 an hour with a, we've got a photographer that does this, $150 an hour with a minimum four hour call out fee. So that costs us $600 when we book them. 
Now, in that scenario, that's great because if I'm doing an in-studio shoot with costuming or for headshot photography for agency or whatever, I know that I can get three to four people an hour into that shoot. <clears throat> so that works out really, really well um, because then we can upsell that. And that includes not just the shoot, but the, the actual client receives the images as well. Okay, so they might receive, let's say, 20 images or whatever from that shoot. That is a great option. Now, if you're doing quick, fast, snappy costumes, you know, group photos, costume individuals, that sort of thing, bulk photo shoot can work really well as well. Um, I would probably go for the hourly rate over the per person head rate in a short and sharp scenario where you're literally going, right, ballet juniors, group photo, fantastic. Now line up, please. And away we go. Snap, snappity, snap. Next, snap, snappity, snap. Go get changed in your next costume for the tap photo. Snap, snappity, snap. Okay. This is the bulk shoot, right? So instead of a per child head rate, which you could negotiate, you can go the hourly rate. What I will what I will say to you though, is if you negotiate an hourly rate, do not leave it free and open for the photographer to go to editing. We pay for the time the photographer is on site only, not for the editing time. It's the photographer's job to increase their price enough to cover their editing. Okay. So if they say I'm on site for $150 an hour with a minimum four hour call out fee, that's $600 for four hours being on site. That includes the editing time that, but like she'll do that like later away from us. Now you may have a photographer that says, hell no, no way. I'm not going to do that. That's not right. Then go, okay. Instead of that, then why don't you give us a flat rate editing time? Flat rate it out. Tell me what it is. There can be no surprises. I don't care. If you went overtime, that's your business, right? This is a, this is a rate that I know when I go into the deal and the negotiation, which we contract with our contractors. This is what we pay because when I charge my students, I need to know how much. If I say, okay, we're going to pay a thousand dollars for the photographer. And that means that the packages are going to be $50 a head. And I know I've got X amount of students, but then they blow that price up to 2000 saying, oh, the editing took longer than I thought. Mm, I didn't realize. Mm-mm-mm. No, 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 no. And then we lose money on the shoot. Not going to happen. So that's why I'm saying to you, contracts are really important. And also being able to just set a fee it may evolve, it may change. And maybe that means you're going to have to increase your prices to your um, students down the track. But right now, under this agreement, we pay this much and it's not going to shift or change. I also highly recommend that you do not pay the full amount to your photographer upfront. Because if there's anything I know about creatives and rest assured, photographers are creatives they're artists and they're creatives. When you pay someone up front, you risk them becoming complacent and not delivering the goods on time. Um, now, of course, there are some working relationships where you can't avoid it, but honestly, I would want to be paying 50% no more and then the rest after the shoot. 
with my in-house photographer, we actually pay on delivery of goods. So once the goods are received, the, the links, so she sends us the link and if they're individuals, the clients, the links as well, and then we pay her, right? So that's how we do it. We actually, you know, and you can have that in your agreement, like, I don't know, you know, we'll pay within three days, within seven days of receiving the goods or within 24 hours, you know, one working day, whatever the deal is. Um, remembering that we've already received prepayment from our clients. There's no student in that photo shoot that hasn't pre-booked or paid. Just want to be clear. Now on concert day, if you're doing it on show day, I totally get that. There's going to be kids in the group photos and all the bits that um, haven't purchased yet. And they're going to be in those photos. I get that. Um, So that's a little bit different. Uh, we will still try and push and sell after the event has happened. So let's say our show is on this day, uh, up to three or four weeks after the shoot, we're actually still promoting and trying to sell to anyone that didn't purchase because we do happen to get those after production sales. But we're highly encouraging pre-sales, okay? We don't tell people that that's an option, by the way. It's just something we end up doing. Most people that are going to buy have already bought um, by show day or at the door. Like, you know, you can still be selling at the actual event, you know. Um, but, yeah, so don't just um, – I, I I think if you can pop that in your agreement and you can have an arrangement where you pay on delivery of goods or if they're very adamant about a deposit, then giving them like a 50% deposit maximum and then the rest on delivery. Okay. And that will keep them motivated to stick to the timeline that's in your agreement as well. Um, And I think that's really, really important. Okay. So like I said, that's the bulk shoot model. I like the bulk shoot because the markup can be as much as you want. You can also uh, project, have sales targets in that matter. So let's say if you know that it will like to break even with the photographer's fee that you've negotiated, you're going to have to sell, I don't know, I'm making it up. I say you've got to sell 20 photo packages to break even, just to break even for them being there. Then you know that every uh, package that you sell after 21 onwards, as an example, I don't know what your break even point is, could be a hundred, could be five. Um, by the way, if it's a hundred, if you got to sell a hundred packages just to break even, renegotiate your deal or up your price with your students or get a different photographer, please. Okay. If you got to sell a hundred packages just to break even, then your rate is too high and it's not going to work out. I wonder what our break even rate is. I should probably figure that out. Um, but yeah, so we get really, really good deals. Guys, don't be afraid to train up somebody. So let's say you get a graduate from a photography college or someone that's a digital, um, you know, media student or whatever that's interested in photography, does a bloody good job, but just not maybe a seasoned, you know, business person yet. You can take them under your wing and train them. Okay, you can train them to become the person you want them to be in your business. That's what we've done. So we had a photographer with us for three years that we trained and mentored and helped through. And, um, yeah, it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And that worked out really, really lovely. Now, um, so those are the three things. So either one is the first model is client pays all, you pay nothing, right? So that's the 
download per image, client logs in, does it themselves. You just get a copy of the photos and you, you wipe your hands clean and you say goodbye, forget it. Okay. Not my fave. Number two is the commission model. This is where whatever the scenario, whether it be that they go to their studio, they come to you, you're doing it backstage, it's a downloadable link, whatever the situation is, you negotiate a commission of sale. Whatever they sell, you're going to take XYZ percentage from every single sale. In the commission model, I want to be the host of the payment. I don't want the photographer to accept the payment because then I have to invoice them. I want to be in control of that sale and being the one that's really on top of it. I know who's purchased how many and I know the numbers that have actually been sold. I'm hosting the sale and then I send a report to the photographer or I advise them or we do an order form because they're going to know because you're going to order the photos or, or how many packages or what you need. And then the photographer sends me an invoice minus the commission or has a discount code on the website or something, right? So somehow you've negotiated and worked this out. Commission model. Number three is the bulk photo shoot. This is where it's short and sharp. They pay a flat rate. You pay a flat rate to the photographer. It's negotiated. It's contracted. You know exactly what you're going to be charged, whether that be per head or per hour, no extra time in editing, no flexibility on the agreement, guys. It's it's down pat, black and white, this is the fee. You know exactly how much to charge your clients based on the fee that you've gotten, that you've been quoted from your photographer in this bulk shoot scenario. You know how many people you can fit in an hour. You can run that like, a, you've got to run a bulk shoot like a, a real tight ship though. So you need to have someone managing it do not, and I repeat, in a bulk shoot scenario where it's short, sharp and, sharp and snappy, do not let the photographer be the timekeeper of the event. Have a photo shoot manager, whether that's you or a staff member, someone that has a run sheet and you've got to have a run sheet, guys, and you've got to go, right, yep, run sheet, tickety tick tick, okay, so this is where you know exactly, okay, juniors are going to take X amount of time. We're going to spend, you know, five minutes on their group shot and then two minutes per child after that or three minutes or five minutes per child in each costume. Let's structure that out. Fantastic. They're going to go get changed. By one o'clock, we're going to be um, on group two for tap. You know what I mean? So you need to be like running it like a super tight ship. And that'll also, if you're paying by the hour, give you um, a better rate because you know that you can schedule it out and really keep on top of it and manage the event well. Remember, this is an experience, guys. So we talked about this in the intro. So photography is not just about the digital product. It's about the experience. Make it fun, you know, smile, don't be stressed. Like, hurry, 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 get into the next costume. Like, even if you're feeling that inside, <laughs> you can't let that show. Like, it's got to be fun, you know, roll out the red carpet, have some balloons in the space, you know, have music playing in the background. Tell the kids how amazing they look. Have someone on site that's doing lippy touch-ups for the kids, like whatever. 
make it an experience. And that is how you can charge a more premium price. So those bulk shoots in studio is where you can make it more of an experience. When you do the bulk style shoot backstage of a concert, I've seen that where people like run, they go do their dance and then they run backstage and they do a photo and then they run to the next costume change. For me, that's hyper stressful. I think personally in the middle of a show to do a photo shoot is a lot for the people involved. Unless you don't have students who do multiple routines, if you've got people that just do one or two classes and it's like an hour in between each, that's fine. Um, Each performance piece, that's different. But when you're asking someone who's in seven routines to run, go do a photo, go that's not an experience to me. That's not, that's not fun. That photo shoot is, is just a chore at that point to that person that's, that's running around like a headless chook backstage. So, you know, how can you make this an experience? To me, it's giving them, even in a bulk scenario where you've got multiple goods running through and there's a lineup, when you've got music playing, you've got someone there managing it, smiling, you've got some balloons in the background, you know, you've got happy faces and music and vibes and, you know, beautiful costumes laid out for each child with their name on a chair. That's an experience, you know, like it's just, it's just about how you do it. Uh, my recommendation for turnaround on photos is two weeks. So uh, with video, we do six weeks because video editing can take forever. Um, but with our photography, we tend to go for two weeks unless it's that Christmas, January period, we'll say six weeks. We give a huge buffer for that. But anyway, whatever the time frame is with the photographer, get that down pat, get them to tell you what you're to expect. If they say it's four weeks, then it's four weeks. That's cool. But it's got to be communicated to your clients and it's got to be clear in your agreement. That's all it is, right? It's all about communication. Okay. Hopefully that's helped you. I hope you can see that it is a lucrative um, revenue stream. We make, you know, even if there's only like, let's say I'll do a musical theater show. We have multiple casts, but some of our musical theater shows only have 60 children per cast. Unlike a dance concert, you know, you might have 300 kids in that particular production. But with musicals, you can't really have 300 unless you're at a major arena and you've got the space. It just doesn't work. So for us, we do it a bit differently, but we've done both. We've done on-site photo shoots where we have um, during the dress rehearsal, or you may call it a technical rehearsal, during the dress rehearsal, um, we have our photographer doing live stage shots and like getting up close and personal when there's no audience, like who cares? Cause they can get up on stage, get right up there. It doesn't matter. And then we do a big group photo on stage. And then at the end of the show, we do our individuals. So that's where we line up the kids and we set. And so, you know, parents do wait back like about 45 minutes, but that's remembering that it's only 60 kids. So if you had 400 that wouldn't work, right? After the show, lining them up on stage when the audience is in the foyer having drinks, you're then, you know, getting children to do that. That may not work for you. So we've done other ways as well. We've done in-studio days where we've specifically outlined a bulk shoot date where kids come in specifically for the photos. That's worked really beautifully. That's the most calm environment um, to do it in for sure. Um, but you know, there's work involved, no doubt, but that might be the way to go. If you've got lots of students, multiple routines, and you want to create the experience and also do the biggest markup. Cause remember, like 
even for a photo shoot that we sell, let's say a $300 photo shoot for our agency, for example, um, and if we get 20% from the photographer, we only make $60 minus tax and, and banking fees, you know, we might walk away with $50, you know. That's not much money. But when I do a markup in studio for a bulk shoot, whether it be for our um, studio or the agency or whatever, I know that that's going to be far more lucrative, okay, because once we break even, every single person after that is pure profit, yeah. So I want you to think of it like that. Um, Work out who you want to approach. So there are ways to engage a good photographer. Um, I'm going to have that on my checklist, um, which is available on my shop, on my website. The link is in in bio. So that's part of the contract package that I'm selling at the moment as well. So you get a photography contract um, for you and the photographer. You get a checklist and yeah, that checklist also, um, the checklist, but also you get information on how to engage a photographer that's right for you. So all of that's included. And again, head to my link in show notes um, or to my shop on my website, josephinelancubert.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. Hopefully that's helpful. And if you're not taking advantage of photography as a lucrative income stream in your studio, then now is the time. Do it. Try it. You know, try it. The worst case scenario, and this is the best part about these sorts of services, is you could launch something like this. And let's say you make zero sales, you just cancel it. Have a cancellation policy in your agreement with your photographer. Um, you know, just cancel it. So what? No harm, no foul. You know, three people booked, not going to cover costs. Don't run it. Like it's, it's all good you know, so, um, but give it a go. And if you actually do this, um, properly, like you really give it your effort and energy, you can actually make this a reality in your space. All right. Hope you go and take some beautiful photos and then you can share them online and with your people. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. All right. Take care, everyone. If you enjoyed listening, and would like to hear more. Be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.